0: Let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome kids, it's poetry time!
1: Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip hooray! Hip, hip, hooray!
0: Welcome everyone to Kids Poetry Club, with me, Little Dazzy Donuts. I'm on my way into the club on a very cold, snowy day. It's snowed now for the last three days and the roads really aren't passable for cars, so people are walking around best they can, trying not to slip on ice as they go. For a moment, I thought about staying home and reading poems by the fire. But then I had a call from Queenie about her baking in the club, and so I decided to slide my way in to see her and Chicken. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration. This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So, on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer, or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three, excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head inside and see what's going on. (laughs) Hi, Chicken. Hi, Queenie.
1: Little Dazzy Donuts, welcome back to the club. Oh my gosh, you look all snowy. In fact, you actually look a little like a snowman. Why do you take off all those layers and come and enjoy a nice cup of hot chocolate with us here at the table?
0: That sounds a wonderful idea. I'll pop my wet clothes over here on the radiator to dry. Now, by any chance, does that cup of hot chocolate come with whipped cream?
1: You know me. I'm firmly of the opinion that every cup of hot chocolate should come with whipped cream and also sprinkles. And on this occasion, it comes with Queenie's handmade bickies that are warm and fresh out of the oven. They're part of a range of creative bakes that I've been working on.
0: Creative bakes, huh?
1: Yep. I was sitting down earlier trying to figure out what bickies to make, and every idea that came to mind was one that I'd done before. In fact, they were bickies that have been made millions of times over generations, and it got me thinking that what the world needs right now is some new, never-before-baked bickies.
0: Well, that sounds interesting.
1: In that case, you could be my guinea pig taste tester. Ida, how about you try this one over here? I won't spoil the fun by telling you what it's made of. Why don't you taste it? See if those finely tuned taste buds of yours can figure out the creative magic that went into making the delightful Bicky. Here you go.
0: Well, it's definitely not a normal biscuit shape, and it's quite lumpy. Okay, well, I'll take a big bite and let you know what I think. Here goes. Oh, gosh. That's definitely, um, what's the word for it? I know, it's definitely different. Unique, in fact.
1: Yep! Unique is exactly what I was going for. If a cookie is unique, it means that nobody has tried making it before, and that's exactly the sort of leading-edge baking I pride myself on. It's really an art form to figure out what ingredients go together, especially when they're not normally combined.
0: So what ingredients were in that first, Bicky?
1: Okay, so, well, have you heard of badaffi pie? It's so-called because it contains banana and toffee, and so those two words are combined to create badaffi. Well, that Bicky you just ate is a badaffi cookie, and it contains bananas, lemon, and asparagus. What do you think? Is it a hit?
0: I'm not sure. The asparagus definitely gives it an unusual taste and texture. How about I try a different Bicky and then I'll have two to compare.
1: Okay, here you go. Now this one is a real treat. What do you think?
0: Oh, it's crunchy and quite an unusual colour too. I'm not sure I've ever tasted anything quite like that before. What's in it?
1: Chicken's right, it's lemons and carrots. So they give it a nice sweetness and tartness, and then, to push your taste buds over the edge, I've thrown in beetroot. These are going to go like hot cakes. Uh, well, they would if they were cakes, and so actually I think they're going to go like hot cookies. Would you like a second one?
0: Actually, I think I'll give my taste buds a moment to recover. So what other bickies of your creative juices conjured up today?
1: I'm glad you asked. This plate here is my lemon and green pea digestives. This plate contains my lemon custard creams.
0: Oh, those sound nice.
1: I'm sure they are. The biscuit is flavored with the juice of ripe lemons. And then the cream filling is walnut and onion. So as we go around the table and check out each cookie, you'll find that each one is a pairing of lemon together with a vegetable. It felt a good way of using up all the lemons in that box over there.
0: Wow, that's a lot of lemons. Where did those come from?
1: They arrived yesterday at the bale. They were grown by chicken's uncle and aunt. They live in a hot, sunny part of the world that have a lemon tree in their garden. As the lemons ripen, they try to use as many as they can, and they just had a bumper crop this year, so they shipped a box to us, which is so sweet of them but we're in a bit of a pickle trying to work out what to do with all those lemons. After all, when life gives you lemons, what do we do?
0: Well, while you figure that out, how about I play you a couple of poems from our recent competition on the topic of pets. I know, how about we listen to this one first? It comes from Chloe in Indonesia, and Chloe's poem is called The Amazing Lazy Cat. Here, I'll play it for you now.
1: The amazing lazy cat that loves to sleep on the mat and also plays on the soft white carpet. He hates going to the busy market. He loves sleeping for a day. I don't know why he hates May. In May, he catches small white rabbit. He has thousands of bad habits.
0: A big thank you, Chloe, for your fun poem. The amazing lazy cat certainly seems to have a fair share of adventures and life looks to be a mix of sleeping and then getting into mischief. I'm sure it's exciting to watch what the cat gets up to. Thank you so much for writing all about it in your poem and for sending it into the club. Okay, up next we have a poem from Arav in India and Arav's poem is called Pets. Let's listen to the poem now.
1: I sit and wonder why I don't have a pet because that makes my life really sad. It might be a dog or it might be a cat. I just want one, cute, not bad. It can be a bird, like a parrot which will squawk all day and all the time will play. A dog is caring, a cat is clever. They all are charming, and I leave them never. I sit and wonder, why I don't have a pet? Because that makes my life really sad. Because that makes my life really sad.
0: A big thank you, Aro for your wonderful poem. It can be such a shame to want a pet and to not be able to have one and it sounds like you have lots of ideas for pets that you could have, from dogs to cats to birds. I'm sorry that it's sad not to have a pet right now, and I hope that the time comes in the future where you're able to have a pet and can look forward to that day. Thank you so much for sharing all of that with us through your poem and for reading it so nicely. Okay then, Queenie, have you figured out what to do with all of those lemons?
1: Yes, as we were listening to the wonderful poems, the answer just appeared like a light bulb turning on. So, when life gives you lemons, what do you do? Well, I suppose you could make lemonade on your bickies, but something else you could do is make lemonade. And so that's what we've been doing.
0: Oh yes, I can see all of the pictures of lemonade in the kitchen. So how do you make lemonade?
1: As Chicken was just saying, it's easy, really. It's basically juice from freshly squeezed lemons, some sugar, and some water. It sounds simple, but the art really isn't how much sugar to put in. You see, some people like it a little sweeter than others, and some people like it a little more tart. How do you like your lemonade, Little Dazzy Donuts?
0: I'm not really sure.
1: In that case, how about you try our three different lemonades here to see which one you prefer. To start off, I'll pour you a glass of our less sweet lemonade. This one should give you a little tingle on your tongue. Here, have a taste let me know what you think. Oh,
0: oh my gosh, that's so tart. I think all of my taste buds have shriveled up and the lemonade has stripped all of the enamel off my teeth.
1: Uh, I was a little worried about that. You see, that lemonade is more for the purest. Okay, how about we switch you to the other end of the spectrum and try out the sweetest lemonade. Okay, try a little sip of this.
0: Ooh, I like that one. It's sweet with a slight hint of lemon tartness. I'd love a full glass of that one, please.
1: Excellent. Here you go. And you can pop your money in that pot over there. My money? Sure, lemons may grow on trees, but lemonade doesn't, and so we're going to sell our lemonade to raise money for the local food bank. We'll just make it a side before we head outside with it.
0: Excellent. Well, while you do that, how about I play two more poems from the recent competition on pets? I have one here that was written by Jayan in India, and Jayan's poem is called Longing for a Pet. Let's listen to the poem now.
1: From the time I was three, all I wanted was a pet. If I got one, I would be filled with glee, like a fish that escaped its net. A dog, a cat, even a bird would suffice. If the animal is tame, it would be nice. I would take care of it and feed it and do all its chores. I won't forget and sit. I will do all of them and more. A fish would be boring. I don't want that. A cat would scratch and wreck the flooring and don't even talk about the doormat. A dog would be perfect. It's not that hairy. A corgi is the one I want. Getting one would make me merry. To everyone, my pet, I will flaunt.
0: A big thank you, Jayan, for your creative poem. You did a wonderful job of exploring the different pets you could have and also showing how loving you would be as a pet owner. In the end, your idea of a corgi sounds like a real winner. I hope you're able to have a corgi very soon. Thank you so much for capturing all of that in your poem and for sending it into the club. And our final poem for the episode comes from Nora in the United States. And Nora's poem is called Leo is amazing. Here's Nora's poem now.
1: Leo is amazing, but annoying along the way. He's scared by so much, but cute is an understatement to say. While he might have a lion's ruff, a man of confidence and pride, it's only fluffy fur with a kitten on the inside. I love this kitty with passion and I love his sister too, but sometimes I get upset when he puts toys in his sister's food.
0: A big thank you, Nora, for your lovely poem. It certainly sounds like you have your hands full with Leo, especially if Leo's sister also lives with you. That's two fun pets to keep you occupied, and also to get into a little mischief too. I wish you the best of luck in managing Leo and his sister. Thank you for capturing all of that in a fun poem, and for sending it into the club. Okay then, Queenie, are you all ready to head outside with your lemonade?
1: We are. Chicken and I have our hats and scarves on, and we have a big sign that says, Lemonade for charity, by here. Oh, and we've mentioned that we have normal cold lemonade, and we also have piping hot lemonade too. I know that lemonade isn't normally hot, but it's freezing out there, and people might be more interested in a hot drink to keep them warm as they slip and slide their ways around town. You never know, perhaps the smell of lemonade will stir Hedgehog from the hibernation and they'll pop out a hibernation station to check out where the wonderful fragrance is coming from.
0: Well, that sounds a lovely thought, and I'm sure that the cold passerbys will appreciate a chance to stop for some lemonade, hot or cold.
1: Do you want to come outside and help us pour drinks? The more the merrier.
0: I'd love to join you. First, I want to say a thank you to everyone for being at the club today especially the four poets that we featured, Arav, Chloe, Jayen, and Nora. Thank you all for writing such amazing poems and for sending them into the club. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. You can also read about how you can send your own poetry and art into the club. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a new episode complete with brand new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dutty Donuts saying, keep rhyming. Okay then, Queenie, let's get outside and raise some money for the local food bank.